I'm going to be most effective when my freedom is based on that track that God has set out in the Bible. And then I can choose to obey. My freedom comes this way. I can choose to follow God. I can choose to please God. I can choose to fear God. I can choose to pray to God. I can choose. That's what I'm free to do. Yeah. When you can lay your head down knowing that, man, today I did everything I could to honor and glorify your name. Right. That's so much better than using your freedom to indulge in sinfulness. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. I'm Bill McMahon from Eagleville Bible Church, Mark Hostetler along with me. And uh, we are talking a little bit about freedom today and just what the Bible has to say about that. And we just have celebrated July 4th, Independence Day. So it's a good topic for us to be thinking about. And one of the verses, you and I had actually been talking about it a few weeks ago. I guess before I look at a verse, I could ask you, you know, what do you like about freedom in this country and what is freedom? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'll tell you what. It's opposite of tyranny. You know what I mean? And you don't really fully understand and appreciate freedom until you're under a tyrannical system. Right. And when you you come out of that, that's why these guys, you know, that wrote up the Declaration of Independence, you know, that's why these guys were elated. I mean, they were just like, this is our country. We're going right. to fight for our right to right. be free people. You right. know? And it's the pursuit of it, happiness. It's the yeah. freedom is the ability to make choices. Freedom yes. is when you're not told what to decide. You decide what you ate for breakfast. You decide mm-hmm. what career you wanted to go into. You decide what school you want to go to. You decide what sport you want to play. Yeah. You decide what hobbies you have. You're making decisions. Uh, you're free to, to travel. Uh, you look at some countries even that aren't communist, but they're just more socialistic countries. And I've talked to my uncle who's done extensive work over in Europe. And he said they're not even allowed to own property in the country. They're, they have wow. to live in the cities. He said these people are so poor, kind of, their standard of living is so much less than the United States they have to ride a bike because to work every day because they can't afford anything else. Man, and this is what happens heart, when man. you yeah. have less freedom for what you do with your money. And I think part of the freedom is how I want to spend my money the way I want to spend it, as opposed to give it to a an organization like the government, and I'm going to give the mass of my money away, which some mm-hmm. of these other countries are doing right now. And if we're not careful, America's going to head that way. You're going to give massive amounts of money to the government, and they're going to decide how to spend it. They're going to decide what part, what sector of society that money goes into or what businesses that go into, what schools mm-hmm. that go into, and how much they're yeah. going to spend per student, uh, so on and so forth. Where I like our freedom as Americans to be able to decide these things. That's the thing is, is it's the freedom to choose. You have the freedom of choice right now. Right. You know, you can choose to live your life in a, a lot of different ways. Right. You know? Unfortunately, a lot of people choose to live it in, in dysfunction. Right. And the gospel of Jesus Christ came into uh, existence for freedom's sake. It said Christ made you free uh, for freedom's sake. Right. Right. That's what it says in Galatians, I think. Right. Uh, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Right. Right. And so. He wants us to make choices that align with our faith in him because that's what's going to bless our nation. That's when it's going to bless our families. It's going to bless everything about us. You can't be a truly free people if you don't understand morals. I mean, even Mm -hmm. the founding father said Mm -hmm. that. 
However, understanding what freedom really is, is based in the freedom that we have as a country. So when you understand that freedom is the right to choose, the right to make decisions, then you come back spiritually and say, well, spiritually, I have the right to make decisions. Not saying that I have the right, like, I don't have the freedom as an American to shoot holes in my neighbor's wall. I don't have the right to play my music so loudly at three o'clock in the morning that they can't sleep. My yeah. rights stop right. when I'm infringing on someone else. And I think that's a very important declaration mm-hmm. or acknowledgement because my freedom as a Christian also is on the rails of God's word. Like a train that's is exactly not really right. free on a dirt road. That's exactly a train right. is free on the tracks. That's where a train is really free to roll and where a train is most effective. I'm going to be most effective when my freedom is based on that track that God has set out in the Bible. And then I can choose to obey. My freedom comes this way. I can choose to follow God. I can choose to please God. I can choose to fear God. I can choose to pray to God. I can Mm -hmm. choose... That's, That's what right. I'm free to do. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's a great point. I think, Bill, it's a super important point because whether we're Chinese, uh, African, uh, British, Israelite, American, if you put that citizenship ahead of your your heavenly citizenship, right. you've got it backwards. You have to start with heavenly citizenship. I belong to a kingdom that's greater than this world. Right. And what my allegiance is to that kingdom. Correct. And when I operate in that mindset, I'm going to bless the kingdom on this earth that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to uphold my heavenly allegiance before my earthly allegiance. That means I'm going to act in morality. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to act with kindness, gentleness, humility. I'm going to act in a spiritual uh, freedom that I have because of Christ. Right. But what we can't do is... Here's where it comes into play. If there's a choice between I'm going to listen to God or the government and the government's telling me to, hey, you can only have one child and you're going to abort the rest, which, by the way, does happen in China, mm. which did happen in the days of Moses, yeah. where the government said you can, you're only allowed to have so many kids. Then there came the point, well, am I going to listen to government or listen to God? When the disciples were told they couldn't preach in the name of Christ, because that's what the ruling party said, they had to say God first. Mm-hmm country second however god does want us to obey the laws and as long as those laws are not inconsistent with the bible then we would obey those laws so speed limit laws taxation laws uh make sure your kids are in school laws you know it takes x number of grades to graduate so on and so forth whatever they are i mean we're Mm -hmm. going to abide and that would be where my consideration comes in again i can't encroach on my neighbor i can't steal from my neighbor i can't i mean because it's against the law because Freedom doesn't equal licentiousness. Licentiousness, Licentiousness, whatever you call it. It doesn't give us license to act against what God calls uh, for our protection, which is the law of the land. He actually instilled leadership and and, uh, uh, political forces and all of that. Right. For good, for our good. You know, he puts that in place for our good. So we don't use our freedom... Uh, to get out of that no we use our freedom to uphold that right we ch- make choices like like going to the voting booth and uh, uh, choosing people that are going to uphold the godly right. the godly morals that we uphold you know no, I, I would uh, agree with that 100 yeah. percent so <clears throat> what you're saying is freedom doesn't mean that I'm free to do anything Mm-mm. okay I- I'm free I'm not free to stand up in the pulpit and give you the middle finger. That's right. No, I guess you could say, no, you are free. I could do it. I could do it. I could also lose my job. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the things, too, I think it's always been interesting to me in America is this. People feel like I'm free. I can do whatever I want. 
but you're not free to react to it. Oh my goodness. So uh, going back to that analogy, I want to flip you off or I want to wear shorts that are seven inches, you know, long, which by the way, <clears throat> I had a fight <laughs> at, at Dick's lately, Dick's Sporting Goods to get the longest pair of running shorts they had, which is still shorter than my usual running shorts. And I, I noticed that I'd, I had to go and really hunt them because they were all gone because every probably normal guy like yeah. me is like, heck no, I'm not wearing a seven inch inseam. No. But, but wow. let's say I decide to do that and, uh, and I want to dress like I'm part of a 1970s <laughs> basketball team and look like uh, Dr. J from the Sixers. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to wear these ridiculously mm-hmm. short shorts up in the pulpit. I'm going to flip you off. I'm going to whatever, you know, I'm just trying to think of outrageous things to right. do you have a right to react. And I think sometimes we forget about that. It's like, yeah, you have a right to go do something really ridiculous. Uh, you know, if, if you want to, if you want to dress like a chicken and come to church, I guess that, you know, you're free to do it. And we're also free to react to it. And yeah. sometimes at some points that might mean losing some friends or losing a job because people do have a right to react to goofiness. Absolutely. And if you take that away, you're taking away the fundamental freedoms each one of us has. Right. If I if I want myself to be free but don't give you the opportunity right. to respond, that's not freedom. No. That's not freedom. No. You know, and we have to stop that in our culture. Right. We have to be able to air out everybody's conversations. That doesn't mean I'm going to agree with you. Right. But I'm not going to hate you if you say something to right. me about that. You know But, but I mean? here's the thing, if I'm outrageous and then I'm mad at that somebody's outraged, what did I think was going to happen when I'm outrageous? <laughs> yeah. Listen, there was a, listen, this was years ago, okay? That's There's, good. Like this that. is real life stuff here we're talking about right now. There's a young man that I knew, and let's say he's in his upper teens, and he's walking down the midway of the Ashtabula County Fair with a big leather collar on, dog collar, with spikes. His girlfriend is wearing the same collar, and they're chained together. Oh, my goodness. So they're walking together, chained together. Now, he says to me, people are looking at me like this is weird. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, because it is weird. I mean, you yeah. just put a dog chain, like you leashed yourselves to each other. Uh, do you see anyone else leashing themselves to each other? I'm not saying you right. have a right to do it. But when you do something that you know is absurd and you took it out of your own yard and now you're taking it into art into a big public space like that in the Ashville County Fair, which is full of people mm-hmm. that be more likely to be rodeo stars than they would be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, and it's fun- chaining it- themselves to each other. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't believe they're looking at me. He was indignant. They're looking at me like this is weird. And I, honestly, I, I couldn't believe he was shocked by that. Yeah. Right? Well, I think it's funny you bring that up. We're doing a show on freedom. Right. He has the freedom yes. to keep himself in bondage right. to this girl. That's what he did. He put himself in bondage with a chain. So that's the other thing freedom does. It allows you to make the decisions to keep yourself in bondage. Right. Listen to what it says in Galatians 5.1. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Right. Stand firm then. But don't subject yourself again to the yoke of slavery. Right. Why would you have a chain hooked to another person? I don't want to be limited to that other person. If I want to go over there and get myself a Coney dog, <laughs> I want to go and get it without being chained to another person. Or Why elephant. are you using your freedom to hook yourself up to your girlfriend? You know what I'm saying? Or elephant it, ears. That's just a good analogy for spiritually what happens to us a lot of times. Right. We'll stay stuck in bondage and slavery when God has given us 
all access to freedom right. in Christ. Why are we doing that? Right. Use your freedom to be free. And then when you are in bondage and you decide you want to be in bondage, to, let's say addiction, and your spouse doesn't like it, then you're mad at your spouse for not liking it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To me, right. I have the freedom. I have the freedom to say what I want, but I also have to realize people have a freedom to respond to it. And in the world we mm -hmm. live in, it's very wise to understand the days. It says in the Bible, understand the times or that the yeah. wise people understood the days in which they lived. Right. In the days in which we live, it is unwise to make political statements that are, especially if it's absolutely unnecessary to make it, because you're going to do nothing but start a fight. We don't talk politics in our church. We don't talk about Republicans. We don't talk about Democrats. We don't do it. We won't do it because it is extremely polarized. And because of that, we know that's not our mission. Our mission is to talk about Jesus. Our that's mission right. is to love people. But if people respond to it, I can't say, oh, how dare they, you know, how dare they respond or how dare they react? Cause I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Yep. They're going to react to it. I would have to know that and to factor that into my freedom because when you're just cause you have freedom, like Paul said, everything is permissible. Not everything is beneficial. That's right. I just read this verse yesterday. Yeah. Everything is permissible, but it's not all beneficial. Mm -hmm. So some of the things I can do, yeah, I could do it. It's probably not really the smart thing to do. That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. Because just a little bit later on in that same passage, Galatians 5, 13, it says you were called to freedom brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom as an opportunity to indulge in the flesh, but in love, serve each other. Right. Use that freedom for good. You know what I'm saying? Don't there are some things that just aren't going to profit your life. Right. You know, I'm trying to cut weight right now. I'm trying to, you know, exercise. It's not going to benefit me to choose to stay in bed instead of getting up, using my freedom to get up, get out there and run. I know. I was eating I, black jelly beans the other day because I was hungry. <laughs> I'm like, Bill, this is not a good idea, but they really taste good. Oh, man. Did you ever get those days where you're just tired? And I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the, those yeah. who are listening, man. You're just so tired. I Give me coffee. Give me anything yeah. to like jumpstart me mm -hmm. because my brain once in a while just needs to jumpstart it. It just does. You know, I get, you're tired. And especially mm -hmm. this week, we're just coming off the VBS week, which was a great week. We were super busy. There was a yeah. ton of stuff going on. Right. And then we're all extra busy trying to catch up with all of our, our chores and mm -hmm. housework that didn't get done during the week and administrative yeah. tasks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are days, mm -hmm. man, I was eating jelly beans. So I'm not saying that was a good choice. I'm saying I'm saying but it was permissible, to, but it, I was free yeah. to do it. I was free to do it. <laughs> right. But we're not free to break God's laws. What we're not free to do, because it, it says in uh, Galatians 5, 1, for freedom, Christ mm -hmm. has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. It's interesting. I mean, if you read Galatians, part of the slavery would be, I have to be circumcised. I have to go on a pilgrimage for Passover. I have right. to eat this certain kind of food. Mm -hmm. But also, when you look at the list of the flesh and you look at the fruit of the Holy Spirit, a lot of this was morality stuff. Yes. When he looks at the stuff where people aren't free, and he said that the works of the flesh, it's sexual immorality. It's impurity. Mm -hmm. It's sensuality. It's idolatry. It's sorcery. It's enmity. It's strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions. These are all part of the sin nature. When I'm jealous of people, when I'm just prone to fits of anger. And, and to be honest, I mean, sometimes, you know, I do. You know, I do get upset about things I don't need to be upset about. When there's rivalries, 
dissensions, mm-hmm. people not getting along because I'm jealous of your success or I'm jealous of somebody complimented yeah. you and didn't compliment me, whatever it is, or you're jealous of somebody's success. In fact, he goes on even in the next verse, envy again. We've already, he already mentioned jealousy. He mentions envy. It's drunkenness. It's orgies. It's things like these. I warn you as I did before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's not what our freedom is about. And that's no what way. he's talking because he just said in verse 13, right? Don't allow your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, then he mentions the desires of the flesh, which are against the spirit, against true freedom. And these are the things that he lists out. You know, these, that's not, I'm not practicing my freedom if I'm in bondage to those things. And a lot of times where we don't realize it is we are enslaved. We are serving something. All of us, whether we like it or not, tend to be serving something. Somebody, Some people are serving the desire for money and greed. Some people are serving the desire for popularity. Some people are just serving pleasure. Yeah. And, and it's Jesus, just, I'm going to do whatever Jesus, I want. Jesus himself said, you can't serve two masters like that. Right. You can't. Right. So, so one thing that we do with our freedom, with all that, you know, that's dysfunction at a steepest level. Right. With, what we do, what we've learned to do with our freedom is we've learned to become enslaved to righteousness because that's what's going to bless us. And that's Romans 6. Use, yeah. That's what I'm going to read right now. Yeah, Romans right. six seventeen. Thank God that although you used to be slaves to sin, that whole list you just let it read off, I can, I can attribute myself probably to almost all of that right. at one point in time. Right. I used to be enslaved to that. You obeyed from the heart the pattern of teaching. That's the gospel to which you were handed over and having been set free from sin because we submitted to the gospel, we said yes to Jesus. We said, I'm going to follow you. I repent of my sinful ways. I'm going to follow you now. Having been set free from sin, you've become enslaved now to righteousness. Right. There's no greater feeling. Right. There's no greater feeling to lay your head down at night knowing that you used your freedom to access more of Christ. Right. And, and there's no guilt. Right. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. That's what it says right. in Psalm 32. In whose spirit there is found no deceit. Right. When you can lay your head down knowing that, man, today I did everything I could to honor and glorify right. your name. Right. That's so much better than using your freedom to indulge in sinfulness. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ set us free as well to serve one another. And I think that using your freedom to serve others, I mean, you talk about a path to happiness. You talk about a path mm-hmm. to fulfillment. Do something for somebody else. I'm telling you. If you make so your whole good. life, we, we are in a country right now, I just read this morning, they were doing a report on those who are positive about the country. Do you think America is the greatest nation on the planet in which to live? And you're asking Americans, this ought to be a softball question, seriously. Mm-hmm. You're asking, not you're not asking Europeans, you're not asking people from latin america you're not asking people from africa you're asking americans do you think america is the best place to live it's dropping and and even among the older people's drop it's still 70 some percent of people like the boomers think that it is but when you get into the millennials and the younger you get down now you're starting to get to pushing a majority of people who don't think this is the greatest nation in which to live if i could just say something real quick as you're saying that i'm thinking of this in our culture we have diminished absolute truth. Right. Let's face it. Everyone wants an opinion. We don't like absolute truth. I like it. I like the Bible right. as my absolute right. truth. When Okay, so the Bible says that truth will set you free. Right. When you diminish absolute truth, what's going to be the byproduct of that? A lack of freedom. Right. We have Jesus Christ. In John 1, it says, 
Jesus came. He was full of grace and truth. Truth, right? Jesus Christ is the embodiment of truth. And when we have a culture that's going away from Christ, we're not going to be free. Well, I don't think you're going to be happy. I don't think that you're going to be, and I I say I don't think, I know you're not. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be happy. We're living in a nation that is placating the loudest voices. And the loudest voices tend to be really pushing a lot of fringe things down the throats of a lot of good Americans. And so we're going to placate to political correctness. We're going to kowtow to it, cave to it. These people are still going to come. Coming in five years, they'll be even less happy because it's just not the path to happiness. To me, having a stand, knowing what you believe, yeah. is actually way more of a, an opportunity to be happy. Absolutely. People that see more black and white in life, they see more, no, this is the way that I should live, this way I should be, are yeah. way more content. Well, there's a sense of peace with it. There's, right. you, you feel at peace knowing right. that you are standing on the foundational truths of God's word. There are certain things you will not knock me off of you but, just but won't here's do another it. thing too i'm going to say it's not only the truth it's the work ethic it's working for the things That's you true. have yeah. uh i had uh, my brother-in-law was saying where he lived in the school district where they live and i don't know if he, it was the last six months a year or whatever it was but nine people nine kids had committed suicide in the mm. school now, listen, that's a lot. Wow. That is wow. a lot. And he said they were coming from well-to-do families. And I think about the struggle that we had, you know, as kids, and you had to earn everything mm-hmm. that you got. We were happy, man. I remember I used to drive yeah. this old beater car to uh, college. I didn't have anything. And people would ask me all the time, it's like, man, why are you always smiling? Why are you always happy? And I don't know. You know, I would say, God, I, would, I just was. I was a happy person. I grew up in a relatively poor house where struggle was a way of life. Yeah. And I was happy. And, and I think today, I don't know that people are because they're, when you're entitled to everything and you feel, I'm just entitled for business to come my way. I'm just yeah. entitled for good things to happen to me. I'm just entitled for people to praise me. I'm just entitled for you to pat me on the back. I look at it like this. No, you earn it. That's right. Like that one t-shirt I wore the other mm-hmm. week, earn everything, surrender nothing. Yeah. But anyway, going back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. I just wanted to add in, I think That's working great. hard is part of it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the truth. It says in John 8, 31, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Truth sets you free. Truth is a path to happiness. I encourage you, pick up your Bibles, read it. We're done for this podcast, mm-hmm. man. Give me five, right. so thanks for helping me yeah. uh, with it. And we hope that this, you know, in all these things that we say in these podcasts, that they're helpful, things that are jogging good thoughts in your mind and, and causing you to dig deeper even uh, into your own spiritual life and to be growing. And walking back to our next podcast, I'm just going to I'm gonna work on a passage I just read recently. I'm just excited about it because I just couldn't stop thinking about it. So we're going to share that one next. But yeah. you guys all have a great and an awesome week.